Hello, everyone. Welcome to Live Beats with Sirisha. It's Saturday at 5.30, and I'm your host, Sirisha Kuchimanchi, on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM and 700 AM. I'm a tech exec, a podcast host, and a working mom. I host the podcast, Women, Career, and Life, where I share stories and practical advice to achieve your career and life goals. You can find it on any podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. So take a listen and check it out. So if you were here last week, we were talking about processing layoffs and how someone, you know, how you work through your emotions and how you can move forward. I spent a lot of time talking about some of the resources that were available that you could call into Radio Caravan. We talked about also if you were to get a severance package, how you would look at those benefits and access them and ensure that you're utilizing them and hitting the deadlines. Another aspect was just taking time to figure out what you really wanted to do, like take time to self-reflect and decide how you wanted to position yourself moving forward. And as we talked about that, we also really spent time talking about, I was talking about LinkedIn, how to leverage LinkedIn. LinkedIn is this gold mine. It's like real estate. And, and frankly, it actually doesn't take any money to access it. And it's such a great forum for people to build their network, build their brand, and just reach out to folks to understand and get information as well as they're trying to figure out what their next move is. So today I wanted to spend some time about talking about really sort of a continuation of last week's conversation and talk about how we are going to move forward and the next steps into stepping into your career. Maybe you're starting a new role, maybe you're pivoting a career, maybe you're transitioning from this layoff and trying to figure it out. So many ways, maybe this is your first job or you're just thinking about entering the workforce. So I wanted to spend some time talking about that so a couple of things I'm going to cover today, and it will depend on how long it takes, is uh, a technique I talked about in the last session, last call on the show, called SWOT, which I will talk about in more detail. I'll also discuss some of the ways we can basically look at how to look at our resumes and how to make sure that it captures the right information, dependent on the role we are looking for and how to prepare for an interview, like how are the techniques, what, what are the ways to ensure we are ready so we put our best foot forward. And looking at these aspects, I'll be touching on those and sort of keying back to last week's episode as well. So stepping in, uh, for those of you who might be joining, this is Sarisha, we talked last week about layoffs. Today I'm talking about stepping into your next roles and whatever that might look like. And you can reach me also on lifebeats104.1 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email. And actually, you can even record your voice and your name and your location and ask me a question and drop that voice memo in the email. It would be great to play it on the air so that people can hear your question. I'm sure a lot of us have similar questions. And we can all help move ourselves together forward. So talking about SWOT, SWOT is this four quadrant, and I really love this tool. It's called strengths. That's what the S stands for. The W stands for weaknesses. O stands for opportunities, and T stands for threats. And the way the SWOT works is think of it as a four quadrant. So one thing I would suggest is if you are not driving or you know in some way or fashion like that, but you have access to maybe a pen and paper or some scratch paper or an electronic device, Maybe you want to take notes and try this exercise with me as we work through this. So the SWOT is 
think about your strengths. So say you're transitioning from a back-end role that you do at your company, or maybe you, you run your own business and you, you want to position it differently. So think about what you do. Maybe your communication is excellent. You're able to uh, do some back-end roles. Maybe you're in IT and you do software development and you want you have a lot of skills around that. So put all your strengths down. It could be the active hard skills you have. It could be like soft skills or power skills, which could be like collaboration, teamwork, all of those pieces. So put them in the strengths. Then if you move to the weaknesses, I think the weaknesses, I, though it says weaknesses, that's not really how I would envision it. Think of it as where uh, you want to position yourself going forward. So maybe you work, like I said, in the back end of something and you want to become more customer centric, more customer focused. Maybe you want to get some more business experience or profit and loss experience, any other experiences you're looking for. So start writing that in the weaknesses. Like essentially it is trying to look at your position where you are today and what your expertise is today and where you want to go. And it's, it's essentially doing what I would think of as a skill gap analysis. You're trying to see I'm here at point A I want to reach point B. What is that's going to get me from point A to point B? So that's where that B position, that's where you would put in your weaknesses. Like, what is it that look like? And opportunities is, what is that role? So like, what are the kind of roles I would need to do to get to B? So if you're, um, say, you want to do, I, I keep bringing this example. I don't really do a lot of product management, but that's uh, a good place to start. So product management, say, Maybe you want to look at product management. You want to look at program management. You, there are certain roles that you're aspiring to. Maybe you're not there, or maybe you're already in those roles and you just want to take a step up, or you're transitioning through the layoff and you still like the path you're sitting on. But I think it gives you a level set. This is a lot around that self-reflection we are talking about and trying to figure out what that needs to look like. So take a look there and write down all of the parts of it, what that opportunities look like. And threats is, the way I look at threats is, so there's some internal factors and external factors. So threats is really about understanding what needs to be, so is it the, you wanna stay in that same industry, you wanna stay in the same company, or maybe you wanna expand your horizons, maybe you wanna to move to a different place, a different industry. So these are avenues that you want to basically dampen down the risk so you can stretch your horizons. So those are the four quadrants. So once you look at your strengths, maybe you have a ton of technical expertise, a lot of communication, you're leading a team, you already have that, though you may not, you doesn't only have to have a title to get experience, right? You, you probably do a ton of team leadership. Then look at the opportunities, like this is where you want to get, maybe you want to get some customer or business experience. So you start to craft that into your opportunities. Um, into your weaknesses, and then you're looking at your opportunities and saying, okay, I want to get into these roles, maybe uh, product management or customer management helps me get that experience. And then when you're looking at the threats, you know, this, this essentially what this tells you is when you get these extra experiences, now it makes you more portable, expands your skill set, and gives you opportunity to either scale within your own company, your own organization outside. And I know the People listening, may, maybe some may be working in corporate environments, some may be running their own businesses or in various forums, but that doesn't stop you from doing the same analysis. Maybe you want to expand uh, your business into a different market, or maybe you want to grow the business. So you could do the same analysis. Here are my strengths, where are my opportunities, which localities or which uh, portfolio do I want to expand my business? You know, where are my 
weaknesses. I, I know I don't have this uh, ready right now. Maybe I need to expand my team or look at my team as such structure. How can I ensure that the processes I, that I have in place are more streamlined so that the scalability makes it much simpler? So use the see if you can use the SWOT tool to set yourself up as a quick way to look at what that positioning looks like. So once you've done the SWOT tool, I wanted to talk about how do you now update your resume and figure out how to figure out where to go next. So when you're looking at your resume, there are a ton of resources outside that talk about how to write your resume, what is the best way, and things like that. So the way to do the resume is, I am not going to give you like detailed advice on how the resume needs to actually look, but I will give you tips on how to position your resume as well. So now that you've done your SWOT or skill gap analysis, and maybe you've done already some self-reflection, you've used other tools, other ways to figure this out, now you know exactly where you want to go. So you're looking for these jobs, you're looking on LinkedIn, Indeed, you know, various forums, you're hearing from friends about these roles. So when you're updating your resume, you want to look at the job description, make sure that it does reflect, get reflected on your resume. It has all the basics, your contact and all of that. And that the job description keywords are there because a lot of nowadays searches are done through automated systems. So you're, you know the automated system needs to be able to detect your information so you can catch it quickly. So once you get all of that information, now think about what the content of the resume itself needs to be. So if it's the first time putting it together, there are resources out on the net you can search for, you know, some really good ones and find those resources and try different formats and see what works for you. You could even ask a friend to send you a copy of theirs and maybe you can use that as a template to edit it. Your resume is going to go through so many revisions over time, and it, in some ways, it has to be a living document. I know very often we get, once we get a job, we kind of get, you know, put it aside and complacent about it, but it's good to go and update it and just keep it refreshed because it's quite hard to remember everything you've accomplished over the years. So either if it's not on your resume, maybe you create another document or a Google Doc or a Word Doc and note down your achievements and make sure that you are capturing that in your resume. So the resume, it also helps to reflect numbers. Like say you worked in a business and you reduced costs say by 20% or you increased profits by 20% or you optimize some other flow in the work you do in a technical space. Think of the numbers that are there in how many years and in the language that speaks to the people who will be interviewing you in that field. So Numbers really help people translate. It also helps to talk about what you're bringing to the role. And as you describe your resume, it needs to have like very active words. It cannot have words like participated, part of a team alone, but really what did you deliver? What did you actively do? So that people can see the value you bring to the organization. So think about how to rewrite that resume so that it speaks to all of these different parts when you're doing that. In addition, some things we sometimes tend to gloss over is there may be like community activities or volunteer activities that you do that may not affect directly to your job, but it might really help enable to position certain skill sets that you may not be acquiring in your job, but they may really position you for going into these new roles and what that looks like. So think about what those volunteer roles are. Maybe you mentor somewhere, maybe you 
uh, teach and maybe you do a STEM workshop. It could be many things. So look at all of those aspects, you know, whether you're doing fundraising or something else, put those activities, those community activities. If you have leadership roles, either inside your company or outside your organization or in the business community or in the volunteer activities, those also need to be spiked out. I would almost put those separately because I think that shows not only your your scope, your breadth, but also shows initiative on your part. It shows what your passion is, what you're giving back. And that sometimes resonates really well with people when they're looking at it. And it shows, you know, sort of what you're capable of. So because all in some ways, certain roles are looking for also beyond just to a skill set, what your capability is, what you're bringing to the role, how you work in a team. So all of these nuances can be gathered from various aspects of the resume. So take a look at people's resumes, find some good examples. I'm sure if you Google and use these active words, you can find them. The same diligence should be put into your LinkedIn. Last time when I talked about LinkedIn, I spent a lot of time talking at the top half of LinkedIn, up, updating the profile section on the top. And I really essentially glossed over the bottom part of it on what needs to be done. So a lot of what you did on your resume can essentially translate back into LinkedIn and update it and make sure people know what you're looking for, what kind of roles you can use the hashtags to define the roles. If you're really looking forward, looking for work, you could you know use the hashtag open to work around your picture so people know you're looking for it. For those of you tuning in right now, this is Live Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM and 700 AM. Thank you for listening. Last week, we talked about uh, people processing their layoffs and you know moving forward from that. So this is sort of a slight pivot and sort of a continuation of that conversation. I really spent some time talking about the SWOT analysis on how to determine what your skills are, what sort of a skill gap analysis so you can position yourself for your next role or maybe get doing more in the same role or finding a new role or maybe you're starting to work or you're running a business, but I think it's a great tool to move forward. It's spelled S-W-O-T and you can take a listen, look at it as well. We've also been talking about how to update your resume. I also host a podcast, Women, Career and Life. You can check it out on any podcast platform. I share stories, practical advice and tips for women to achieve their career and life goals towards financial independence. But really a lot of the convent content is not just women centric. It does apply to a very broad audience. So you can look and listen to it on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, take a listen in and see which topics are speak to you at this point that you need. I talk about elevator pitch and so many other things that might also apply to what you're going through. So once you've updated your resume, you also want to make sure you're getting ready for the interview. Interviews can happen at any time, right? Depending on when you cross the path with someone, they may want to get ready to interview. So this is this star technique, and many of you who've interviewed have probably heard of it. And I would say that a lot of these things that we are talking about today do not have to be done only when you're ready for a career transition or a pivot or a start. It can be something you do you know, you do it once in a while, you check in and you fill these documents so that when you're reaching that crux, when you have to make that decision or the transition, you're not kind of trying to pull all the resources together. You're already ready, you're prepared for it. Because a lot of us do a lot of work during the year and it's very hard to remember everything we did. So the STAR technique is essentially about 
from the way I think of it is curating stories. It's stories of things that you have done and accomplished over the years. It can be in your current role. It can be in your prior role. It could have been in school. It could have been in your volunteer work. It could have been in something completely different. But it gives people a clear idea of what you bring, what you have accomplished, and what you're capable of doing. And like a lot of things, it's very hard to remember when someone talks without stories. So the way I did the STAR technique, if, if you were tuned in last week, I talked about my own layoff story. I got laid off from my first job, and you know it was less than a year. I sort of built a community of friends who are going through a similar experience. So if you are experiencing something similar, it, it is good to have a community around you and build that. And once I did that, you know, I was even, I did this actually even for my first job. So I had the way I used that technique once I, you know, researched it and found interview questions online. This was before smartphones were there. So for many of you who may remember, I essentially bought like this mini tape recorder. I'd written out like I just graduated from grad school and I was trying to find my first job. So I wrote down like four or five instances where I did different things. It could have been research, could have been collaboration, could have been giving a talk. It, it was various aspects I had done. And I had written like five, six stories and I recorded myself on this audio device. And the, the recording was for a couple of reasons. First of all, it was to see how I sounded, what did the story sound like so I could hear myself talk back. The other reason I did it is also it was like curating content, right? It helped me save it so that the next time I looked for a role, maybe a couple of months or a year later, essentially when I got laid off, I had to go update those stories, but I already had curated stories that I could easily listen to. So I didn't need to start from scratch and figure out what needed to be done. It made sort of the stress level for me a lot less. And even for you, you might find it does the same thing. So take a look. Go back and curate these stories. I mean, now it's the age of smartphones and these audio devices. It, it's probably better for you to record it somewhere and keep it in, in a cloud or somewhere else so that you can listen to it. And the advantage of actually doing more in audio, you can script the story. But I think the advantage of doing an audio video recording is nowadays there's a lot of interviews that are really virtual and video. A lot of companies do their pre-screens through video interviews. And we anyway live in sort of a hybrid work from home on-site different um, scenarios people are in and some companies are still working online so the interview process most often at least the first few rounds it just all be online so it helps for you to watch yourself first of all practice your stories so that you get good at them not not like don't buy hard it but get good at getting the key points across practicing it, it loudly while going for a walk or doing something else, you know, driving, and then recording yourself on video because then you'll see how you sound, how you look, what your hand gestures are, and that way it helps you curate it and basically smooth it over time and get really good at it. So let's spend some time talking about the STAR technique. STAR stands for situation, task, action, and results. So when you talk about situation, when you write written a story, it, you want to set up like a storyline. Think of a movie. You want to set up like the plot line. So this is what happened. This was sort of the problem statement. This is what we are working on. Then you want to talk about the task 
on and describing your response like what 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 was your role in the situation that was sort of brewing what was your cast of characters who are you which character were you playing in this and then when you look at action you know something has to change every movie has like a cadence someone sets up a preliminary thing you know things are going really well then something there's a plot twist and now you're wondering what's going to happen and then you know and if i were to give a general movie someone comes to the rescue it changes and then there's a result so now the action is the sort of rescue plan what did you come and do to fix this problem to address this issue this task we were talking about so what was your role you have to be kind of specific so once you start telling the story people can start following this plot along this movie script that you're giving and then the last part the result is okay this was the conclusion of it this is what i achieved this is what i did so it's like a movie ending now you have wrapped up the story and the reason for star and stories together is we are going to remember the stories even after i've done this conversation with you you might remember my layoff story more than something else that i talked about the stories tend to stick with people so it's good to craft the story into a star technique and tie them together because that gives you the most value when you are setting this information in front of everybody so for those of you tuning in we have a couple more minutes before we wrap up this half hour this is your host sirisha on life beats with sirisha on radio caravan 104.1 fm and 700 am i talked last week about layoffs and today we are talking about getting ready for your next role and how do you prepare for it we talked about swot which kind of gives you a skill gap and figure out what your strengths are we talked about you know updating your resume and highlighting critical skills we talked about the star technique kind of like a movie script on how you position yourself going forward i'm a tech exec i host a podcast and i'm working mom i host the podcast women career and life it's spelled w o m e n c a r e r n life l i f e you can find it on any podcast platform I share stories, tips, practical advice. I interview a lot of people who have done a lot of research, who have practical information on achieving our career and life goals and striving towards financial independence. I see that there's a lot of threads that tie those pieces together, so it's very important for us to do it. The audience though maybe it's women is actually a lot of the content applies to a broader audience. And for those of you who might have questions on what we are talking about, you want to share your own stories, you want to discuss other topics, you can email me for Life Beats itself to lifebeats one o four point one at gmail dot com. You could send me an email, or you could drop me a voice message so that I can listen to it and even probably play it on the radio. One thing I've been doing is because not everyone gets to tune in all the time. I do want you to listen live because there is a great cadence to getting that rapport going. But if you felt like you missed last week's conversation, I do release live beats with Sirisha on Spotify and Apple and a couple of podcast platforms. It's not on Google, but you can find it on other ones. So those of you who might have missed last week's conversation. Where we talked about how do you review your benefits? You know what is the immigration resources available at Radio Caravan? How do you update your LinkedIn so you get the most out of it? All of this, instead of me completely recapping it here, take a listen in there. LinkedIn is an awesome resource for those who are starting in their jobs, who want to move forward. Maybe even if you run a business, 
what surveys and research show is a ton of people sit on LinkedIn, the people who have influence, the people who make decisions all sit on LinkedIn. So for you to be able to get that information, that's where you need to be. So this is Sirisha. I host Life Beats with Sirisha. I come in on Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Saturday so I can catch you and we'll talk more on this and other topics that are relevant to all of us. Ciao.